Hello there. Please take a seat, my friends, by the fire. Grab some marshmallows. Stay for a while as I share some stories. I'm your host, Eric, and this is the American Folklore and Paranormal Podcast. Here we talk about hauntings, folklores, tall tales, ghosts, UFOs, cryptids, and everything else within the realm of the paranormal. Glad you're here, and I hope you're doing well, my friends. But before we move on to terrifying tales from Native American folklore, if you could go ahead and like this episode, share this with your friends, and most importantly, if you could subscribe, whether you're on Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, or wherever else you can catch this podcast. Every subscribe helps and pleases the algorithmic gods into letting other people know that I'm here. But with that, let us begin. I had already talked about the Navajo Skinwalker a couple episodes ago. And that was just one of many Native American tales. But here I have some short stories of stories that you probably have heard of, perhaps some that you have not. Some that need clarification. And one I think you'll find at the end absolutely fascinating. One of the most well-known creatures in Native American folklore comes from the Pacific Northwest, but these stories can be found as far south as Arizona. That is the Thunderbird, which is a mystical creature that is embodied with strength and power. It is said that the Thunderbird is a very large and powerful bird. It's said to be so large that it could pluck an orchid whale from the sea with ease as an eagle snatching a salmon within its talons. As the name implies, Thunderbirds were associated with storms. The massive wings of the Thunderbirds made sounds of thunder when they would flap, according to the stories of the local natives. According to some stories, the Thunderbird could even shoot lightning from its eyes. For the people of the Great Plains, the Thunderbird was a harbinger of rain, which was a welcome sight or even in some cases, a destructive force, depending on the conditions. One quote for the, from the Dictionary of Native American Mythology to the Archipel. The Thunderbird was a summer bird who challenged the white owl woman, the winter bird, to see whose power was greater. Thunderbird bird would stir up great black clouds with tremendous noise and wind. White owl woman stirs up thick, fast-moving white clouds that blow with a piercing wind. The Thunderbird represented power of nature and the violence of storms. But it was, for the most part, not a fearsome or a malevolent creature. It was revered to be sacred. To the tribes of the Pacific Northwest, they topped their totem poles with carved images of the Thunderbird. Now perhaps you know of the Wendigo, or the Wendigo, depending on how you want to say it. According to today's mythology and how Hollywood has tried to project this creature as this tall, fearsome, deer-like, bipedal creature that some sort of skeletal face and blood dripping from its mouth but 
Nothing could be farther from the truth. In fact, the Wendigo, according to the Northern Algonquin tradition, the Wendigo is the spirit of winter, which could transform itself into a man, a woman, or a child, into a cannibalistic being with a heart of ice. This creature, popular in Northwest Canada and the Northern Upper Midwest, has been the stuff of legend. According to some, this has been a story for those who are isolated out by themselves from the rest of the tribe of the taboo of eating other flesh. There had been stories of families missing and yet the father remains and then they find out the father has been turned into a wendigo has eaten his family in order to survive the winter. Usually the wendigo spirit is associated with cannibalism, greed. Today's wendigo really represents more of the modern zombie than it does what Hollywood likes to describe as being gaunt and sunken gray skin with hollowed eyes and a shuffling, stumbling gant that reeks of death and resembles a walking corpse. Truly the walking dead. Perhaps you have heard of the possum bird. Made famous along the cliffs along the Mississippi River, especially in the state of Illinois. In 1673, Father Jacques Marquette wrote about the possum bird in a journal that he kept while traveling through the area. According to his accounts of what he saw, the creature was as big as a cattle, and its eyes were blood red and had antlers on its head, and yet it had a face like a human, scales, and a long, Thin like snake like tail. It said the creature was huge and fearsome and would carry off members of the local native tribe. Whole villages were depopulated until one brave tree chief had a dream. And in his dream, the great spirit gave him a plan to which it could kill this man eating creature. This brave chief gathered its warriors, ambushed, and killed the pasta. To memorialize this great victory, they carved its image into the cliffs, which a recreation of it has been made due to the fact that the old one had weathered away due to time and weather. The interesting thing is the creature would not eat the flesh fresh, but would wait for it to decompose. In fact, one of the things that could be said is that the Oscar bird would fly over battlefields and pick up the dead warriors after the battle was over. And last but not least, no doubt you have heard of the Sasquatch, which is also originally a Native American folklore. The heavy yard of the Bakwa. This too is considered a wild hairy man that lives in the forest often described to be like Sasquatch, anywhere from 6 to 15 feet tall, muscular, humanoid creature with incredible strength, fearsome. But unlike the Sasquatch, the Bakwas is a ghostly creature that passes between here and the spirit world. He is known as the wild man of the woods, 
keepers of the drowned souls. And the children are taught to be wary of them. These souls are captured by the Baswa and are condemned to eternal hunger, misery, wandering, and evil. So if you happen to be traveling upon the woods, do not take the food that he offers. It is his favorite trick is to offer food, especially to those who are lost in the woods and are hungry. This is not normal food, this is ghost food. And if you eat it, you too will be transformed into a basquas. And I find this creature interesting because one of the things about Sasquatch is the fact that no one could ever find him. He leaves very little or no trail or evidence behind. Perhaps what people are seeing are not a Sasquatch, but a basquas. So with that, my friend, this is a short but sweet episode, at least in my opinion. Until next time, my friends.